0: So there's a lot of reasons to really love the sport of bowling, but one of the main reasons that I do is there are so many different ways that you can do it. Take somebody like myself. I bowl one-handed and without my thumb, and I can do it pretty well, but it doesn't really matter how you get the ball down the lane. You've obviously got the big categories, one-handed and two-handed, and the guys that that one guy that does the shovel pass thing, and all sorts of different ways of delivering the bowling ball, and they all work if you know how to make it work the right way. And that was probably one of the biggest reasons why I invited Zach Weidman onto the 10 Pin Life podcast, because he puts a really unique and heavy role onto the ball. So I really wanted to talk to him about that, as well as kind of what his last season was like, because uh, 2021 was his rookie year, and he ended up in the rookie of the year standings not quite enough to eclipse Matt Russo, but he made a huge breakout at the Players Championship in Milwaukee, and he's having a great season thus far, uh, making a few cuts here, um, and really just staying within the uh, playoff standings as we're getting through 2022. So I really hope you guys like this one. It's definitely a little bit of a different guess because Zach doesn't really have a huge name on tour, but I think he's one of those guys that will at some point. He's definitely uh, young and kind of an up-and-comer, but hey, if I could have talked to MJ in his rookie season, I would have done that as well. So before we get started, I do want you to know that this episode is sponsored by 10-Pin Toolkit. If you have been watching or listening to the podcast previously, you've heard me say that name a few different times, but really, I'll keep it Nice and simple, guys. It's the best set of tools that you can have on your phone. It's a digital format. It's super user-friendly, and it's advancing. Simon is doing a great job at getting that app updated and putting different things in there, pattern overlays, angles and targeting tool. It even just has a section to give you what the spare names are for whenever you leave a big four and you might have forgot what you call it. So uh, if you are interested in checking that app out, please uh, scroll down into this description below. There's a link there. It'll take you straight to that app, uh, and you can check out what 10-pin toolkit is all about but let's get to it guys this is 10 pin life podcast number 13 with zach weidman the idea behind 10 pin life you just like sort of telling your story and kind of how you're seeing it and you know where you kind of see it going too because you're what 24 uh 27 20, okay so a little bit older than i expected yeah. so that's all right um but it's still that's young yeah it, especially compared to the majority of the field so zach you made your breakout last year at this event if i remember correctly yep um walk me through what that was like like let's 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 roll the the year back one um what what was it that worked for you so well last year um not only in qualifying but also once you made it through through the ladders um and and because you put up some ridiculous scores on tv too yeah and like your first year on tour and like your first event yeah so walk me through that
1: yeah, so last year was crazy because I was basically planning on just doing this and, like, the Masters, and that yeah. was it. Because yeah. this was being the weekend, it was going to be really convenient. I had done some regionals in the past, so this is kind of a regional yeah. format, just a lot yep. more games. Um, so last year I just matched up really well from the get-go on Viper. Last year we did we had four different patterns, mm-hmm. uh, and I got off really hot on Viper. I think I was, like, in the top five after the first seven games. So that just helped give me a lot of confidence. I was able to throw the purple hammer, like, the first four or five games, and I'm really confident when I can throw that ball. Sure. Um, So that helped a lot. And then I was able to throw the purple hammer really the whole first day on chameleon as well. Um, So it looks pretty good today. So that's a good confidence boost. Um, I I also crossed with Andrew Anderson the whole time last year. So him having a lot more experience, I was kind of able to watch him and kind of see the moves he was making and kind of follow along more or less. Sure. Um, And just kind of watching where everyone else was playing. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of helped. And being a little bit older, even though it was my first season, I I'd had a lot of experience. I bowled in college yep. and had a lot of amateur experience and stuff. So I kind of still knew knew what to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a dream come true, though, making the show. Yeah. Uh, and then getting down there, it was just kind of like everything kept clicking and uh, got on the TV pair and kind of got lined up with the obsession mm-hmm. and just struck a lot. The first, yeah. first three games and then lost a little bit of carry the last game against smallwood but it was still a great day
0: i was gonna yeah because you shot 800 Yeah, like 803 or something like that yeah which is that that whole that whole run of shows from a viewer's perspective was so much fun to watch because it's like you know i I, as as much as i appreciate the grind and like under because as a bowler i know you know you're bowling the toc you're bowling the u.s open and they're shooting 190 and winning it's like yep I know why yeah. but also sometimes sometimes a shootout can be fun. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm glad that there was kind of a mix in there. Let's uh let's go back even further. You bowled at Purdue, correct? Yeah. Well, uh, what was your collegiate career like? I mean, Purdue's not known as a bowling school. Yeah, not traditionally. So we're, we were actually a club sport.
1: which So yep. like college bowling is kind of weird, especially on the guys' side. Yep. Because um, there's not really NCAA bowling. There's NAIA teams and some other teams. Yep. Um, they get funding from their schools. We actually had to pay for everything ourselves, mm-hmm. um, pay for all our tournaments, all our hotels, travel. Um, but we were still, the whole time I was there, we made nationals three years in a row. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, started off kind of slow my freshman year, just getting used to college bowling because it's so much different than high school bowling. Like when I grew up in high school, we bowled on house shots pretty much.
0: Yep. So yep.
1: going into different sports shots and uh, just the how much they break down and how quick they break down was different. But my sophomore through senior year was, was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. like I said, we were pretty competitive the whole time we were there. That's
0: good. Yeah, I know, because I've lived in Wisconsin my whole life, and my buddy Ben, uh, lit, he what he grew up and went to uh, UW-Madison. Similar yeah. story, yeah. too. where It's like, well, I wanted to bowl, so we made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and then, so you jump out here. I guess this seems like a weird question besides you just wanted to bowl. You waited a few years after you graduated college, and, I mean, this was convenient, but why did you come out to bowl bowl on the tour
1: so from the time like when i was 22 to
0: last year when i was like 26
1: yep i was kind of just getting my feet wet with some like amateur tournaments and stuff and i was just never really felt like i was ready to take the jump because it's really expensive to kind of commit to a full season on tour and i didn't really want to go out and just do do one and just to say i did i really wanted to commit to it and i just was kind of apprehensive in the past. Yeah. Um, but last year I did some regionals in, in 20, uh, 2019 or 2020. Sorry. Yep. And then last year I had some success in those. So I decided to just do this one just to see, cause it's kind of the regional format and then making the first show right off the bat kind of gave me the financial, Setting oh, to go yeah. and do the whole rest of the season, yeah, um, and kind of set me up for this year too. So it's kind of a lot of guys that kind of plan on losing money their first mm-hmm. year or two, at least. Yeah, uh, you kind of have to have a backer or some some situation to help you get out here. So yep. luckily, I was able to kind of back myself from the get go, and then yeah, kind of r- have been riding that since. It, yeah,
0: that 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 couldn't have played out any better actually. Yeah. <laughs> Besides winning, but
1: yeah, it <laughs> would have been. Yeah, that would have been a game changer. T- so I got. <laughs> The player show last year, I got fifteen thousand for a second on the show. But if I would have won that next match, it would have been guaranteed fifty thousand. Yeah, so that's a big difference. And that's
0: why you're here. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's happening right now. So I guess now let's you know look even uh, let's look forward. Um, you ended up getting to bowl the whole season last year. Um, now that you've got that under your belt, what are you looking at this year for? what you're trying to do if you set expectations or goals for yourself or kind yeah. of what are you what are you looking at for the next honestly the next 12 months really yeah
1: yeah so my goals for this year were to at least make another show or two and then I really want to win yeah so that, that's kind of the goal now that, now that I've been on TV twice gotten my feet wet kind of know how to handle bowling on TV
0: yeah
1: um a little bit but it's going to be weird if we have fans this year cuz last year both shows I made there weren't any fans yeah um, so that that'll be a good experience just to have another show with fans, yep. um, and I really want to try to be in like the top thirty in points. Okay, I was twenty sixth last year mm-hmm. or twenty eighth maybe. Um, so another good season, staying in the top thirty in points, I feel like would be a good season.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I have to ask because this is just as you were saying that I remember the second show that you went to and the second the second show you made. I was like, how the hell does he do that with the ball? I don't know. It, it, the way that you release the ball looks different to me. Not yeah. weird. Is do you? How do you quantify that?
1: Um, I've had a lot of people kind of slow down my release to yeah. kind of try to break it down, and it's, it's they can't. Like they see it, and they're like they don't know how I get around the ball the way right. I do, but still am under the ball. Like yeah. it's not necessarily like a spinner release, but it has a little more tilt than like a traditional bowler yeah. someone said it kind of looks like a right-handed jacob buttruth which it's yeah a, a little bit but not yeah. um but yeah i think it's because when i grew up i i watched a lot of bowling on tv and i saw chris barnes yep. so i Just got into this bad habit of like cupping my cupping my wrist but i was so young i couldn't keep that so i wouldn't would end up like coming around the ball a lot. Sure. It, it, when i was younger it did spin really bad yeah uh, but i still wanted my ball to hook so i would kind of do this like flip thing with my fingers to still get it to hook. So I would be spinning it, but then like flipping it with my hand. Yeah. And I kind of kept that when I went to Purdue, kind of like really redid my game and made it a lot better, but I still kept that. Um, which I think is good. Like I haven't really tried to change it because out here you really want to be unique. Like there's so everyone's good and kind of has their own thing. So you have to have, you either have to be like really, really good at everything or kind of have something that sets you apart. Yeah, so that's kind of the way I look at it, and my release happens to be really good when there's some friction on like the first 15 feet, oh, okay. like so on on like HPL lane surfaces, and yep, um, which is a lot what we bowl on now. Mm-hmm. So it seems to help. It helps my ball read the pattern pretty well and mm-hmm. get through the pins better than most. Yeah, so that's another thing that's kind of boosts my confidence knowing that. I, I had a little bit
0: better ball reaction than a lot of people for sure yeah no I when it, when I first saw it I was like how how is that not just dying because yeah. it, it looks so heavy it yeah. just looks like it's just gonna rumble yeah. but you've still got a pile of tilt on it and yeah it, it's not butt and it, and it's right-handed so it's it's a yeah. completely different freaking playing field over there but yeah no it was it's just I wasn't sure if it, yeah it makes sense though because like there's a lot of things about bowling that you know when you're when you're figuring it out they just kind of stick. Mm-hmm. Like this is you know little insight on me. I have zero idea how to bowl with my thumb. Can't do it. But I also can't bowl two-handed. It's just I just don't use my thumb. Gotcha. Can I, I like, can
1: top Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can teach anybody how to bowl with their thumb gotcha. besides myself. So yeah. I have at least a little bit of empathy or understanding yeah. for you. Um, what's tour life like? I mean, did it surprise? What what surprised you in your first year of being out on tour? So, I,
1: even last year and this year, it's not really a traditional like tour where yeah. you kind of go and stop to stop like they had done in the past. Um, so, like last year, I did the World Series down in Florida, so that was pretty crazy. I ended up being there for almost two weeks, mm-hmm. um, so that was wild. I uh, roomed with a few different guys throughout the year, so that's cool. Just kind of making, I had had friends from college uh, that we bowled against other teams, so I knew guys and. Would end up rooming with them, but just kind of a lot of the downtime people don't talk about, like how much there when you're not bowling, you're not, you don't have your friends that you normally hang out with, so you end up making friends out here and finding stuff to do, um, and then like the travel that people don't really think about that, like yeah. it, it kind of sucks either. Like last year I drove to Tampa, so that was like 14 hours, yep, um, or just like fly, flying's even worse because you have all your bowling balls with you, so there's not really a good way to get around bowling because either you're driving a long way or you're carrying around because out here you have to have more than six balls like you have like not even nine is a pretty small amount so to fly it's hard so you end up shipping some stuff so people don't really think about that i don't think even like i didn't really think about it before i went out Sure. Um, and, like, this year, the two were set up really nice because I live in Indianapolis. Yeah. So, the U.S. opens 30 minutes from my house. And then we're bowling in Kokomo, which is, like, a little over an hour from my house. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, Milwaukee and Wauwatosa are, like, four and a half hours. That's not So, bad. I got my first regional last year, so I'm able to bowl the PTQ for the TOC. Nice. Um, so, everything is within, like six hours really yeah. until we, we go to Lubbock in Colorado which I'm not sure if I'm gonna bowl those or not just because sure. they're kind of by themselves and pretty far away I'm doing the masters in Vegas yep um, so we'll see how the first part of the season goes to decide if I'm gonna bowl Lubbock in Colorado but
0: yeah is there a tournament or a format or we'll stick with those that like stands out for to you on like ones that if you could win that one it would be more special than other ones
1: um i mean obviously any of the majors would be cool to win yeah um or at woodland any tournament like this year the us opens there so i'd be like yeah two birds one stone but yeah. i grew up going to woodland and watching the pros ever since i was little so that would really be cool to win there um i think i do well in mat like tournaments that get to like a bracket match play that's, like, I won the our state masters in Indiana in 2020, which is, like, a, a bracket. Yep. And then um, the chameleon show last year was a bracket. I, I beat Bill O'Neill and then Kyle Troop to make the show. Yep. And then... My first regional I won last year in November was a bracket, so sure. I've had some success lately in like bracket formats because yep. you kind of just have to get in there, and then it's a whole new tournament. It's not like you have to beat every single guy over the course of like sixty games like some other tournaments. Yeah. So I think at least out here, those kind of formats benefit me.
0: So what you're saying is, when you make the sixty-four in the Masters, it's just you're just gonna go to the show. It's yeah, just... that'd be. Cool.
1: I, I missed out by uh, like twelve pins last year pulling it, so that was <laughs> rough. Yeah. Um, uh, cause like I said, you just have to make it and then yep. you can beat anyone. My grandpa always said you could beat anyone can beat anyone in one game. Yeah. So I, like, I mean, a lot of them out here are like best two out of three or yep. three game total, but still it's the same thing. You get on the right pair and like anyone can be
0: beat. Yeah. Is there anything about this season that you're like, maybe like besides where you get the bowl and different events that happen every year. Is there anything specific about this year that you're really excited about?
1: Um, honestly, just being able to have some fans out yeah. here. Like my, uh, my parents or my wife or any of my friends really weren't able to come watch me last year because yep. they didn't have fans. Yep. So like in Indianapolis, I know I'm going to have a lot of people there just coming out just to watch qualifying. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And then yep. if I did ever happen to make a show, I know I'd have people there to watch. So that would be cool if I just having, having fans. And I feel like it's a different kind of level of energy when you can have fans just in the bowling center watching and stuff so i think that that's what's going to be exciting about this
0: year that's that's one of the things that i think i'm looking forward to most just that that energy just getting getting people more engaged with the sport just being the ones that want to be here let them be here yeah that sort of thing so no that's good i think uh i'm looking forward to see what you can do this year i mean you got some big shoes to fill that you made yourself yeah so that's pretty cool yeah i kind of
1: started with a bang so yeah it's good. Cause like I said, I kind of proved to myself that I can do it. Right. So there's not really that those doubts. Like I know a lot of guys will spend two, three, four years before they even like start making cuts really. Yep. And they have a lot of self doubt about if they can do it. Yep. Um, so I kind of got over that pretty quick. So now I just kind of the opposite where I have like higher expectations mm-hmm. now. So but I'm still, I don't put too much pressure on myself. Cause I, it's not, I'm not a full-time pro bowler. I've run a pro shop back home too. So yep. it's not like I'm, depending on making yeah. money out here to, to live. Yep. Um, so that,
0: I think that helps a little bit too. Yeah. But, no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Like I said, I, I wish you the best of luck out here. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen since this, 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 I'm really curious to see honestly how this center plays. Yeah. Because it's been a long time since they've had pro bowling here, but
1: yeah, it kind I mean, of, it seems similar to Wauwatosa. Like, I mean, obviously the, the
0: HPLs and the wood approaches yeah. and quite a bit of hook, so. I, I just hope the carry's better because i bowled at Wauwatosa a number of times and I can't get ten minutes to fall over ever. So, yeah. but you guys are also a hell of a lot better than I am. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: far the carry seems better than here and when we were down in Tampa, the carry wasn't very good. Sure. So sure. It seems a little, just from the practice, it seems a little bit better. But we'll see how the next twenty eight
0: games go. Right, right. You got you got here in twenty eight games to go. So. Awesome. Well, thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks. I'm excited to uh, see what you can do this week and obviously the rest of this year. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. And awesome. uh, hopefully we can touch base again after you lead one of these blocks and then we can do an interview Sweet. after that. Awesome. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Yep. Have a good one.